Hi, it's Jen. And I'm Audrey, and this is the Murky Motherhood Podcast, the podcast that tackles the tough questions we all have but don't want to talk about. So grab a cup of coffee and maintain your speed limit, and let's navigate these murky waters of motherhood together. Hey friends, these are some crazy times we are living in right now and Jen and I thought it would be good just to hop on here today and talk about sort of this invisible load that we're all carrying and to reassure you that it's going to be okay and we are all in this together. Hey guys! Hi! How's it going? Uh, well, we are, I think this is the first time we have ever podcasted apart. I know. It feels really weird. I know. I feel so far away, yet so close, yet so far. It's I know. weird. I'm still in my closet. I'm I'm still in my basement. So I know. I, so I it's our normal places. Rosie's not down here, though, because she got, I got her, I just ran to Target, um, like, on the fly, and she, I was like, I'm going to get her a bone, because, like, poor, I just feel... I feel guilty for what's like going on. Like I feel like all my my kids are not getting like what they need right now, which probably in reality they're getting more than what they would usually get anyway. But mm. yeah, but it's just so weird. I know <laughs> it's all so, so crazy. So so we were thinking today we would talk a little bit kind of about the invisible load of what's going on. Um, I mean, I'm sure odd. You're like me. Like you watch the news all the time, and you're like, what the hell is going on? And and, like, for us in Missouri, Missouri's not being affected like other states are. So, like, Illinois next door, like, mm-hmm. while we're, we're, like, 30 minutes away from the Illinois border, and that's, like, hitting bad. Like, it's, like, yeah. you're watching the numbers just boom, boom, boom. And in St. Louis, I think we only have, I think there's now, like, I think I saw 72 or that for this. It's not a lot, like, compared to, like, yeah. I mean, sucks, but still it's not a lot compared to like other parts of the country so yeah like Washington is crazy yeah or New York yeah 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 and it's funny because we so today we're recording today the day this will go live normally we record a couple days before and last time we recorded so it's probably been what like 10 days since we recorded last yeah so much has changed in 10 days yeah like we kind of knew like maybe it was coming, but just like, I don't know, just like a weather forecast when they say you're going to get 10 inches of snow. It's like, okay, but are we really going to get 10 inches of snow? (laughs) Right. So like in that time, that 10 day period, we've canceled school. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband has not gone. Well, he's working from home now. You got a, um, a test done to make sure that you have COVID-19, which that's been, that process has just been scary across the board for, I mean, yeah. I mean, for me, like from afar, like being very scared for you and your family. I'm thank God that we got good results with that. Um, yeah. But like the, the mass clearing out of grocery stores and the lockdowns and the, it's crazy right now. Well, I drove, so we're really trying to support local businesses as much as we can um and so we ordered food last night and I drove to get it and it I drove through Cottleville like where Upshot is Mm -hmm. and it was really crazy because there was like nobody on the roads there I did not see any people um and it's just it's just weird it's very weird and I think um 
the way that we do life after this kind of like 9-11, um, it will always be different. Like it, it will never go back to the way it was, I feel no, like. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, I've heard um, just from higher up educators that there's a likelihood that we're not going back to school this year. Yeah. Um, which then it like makes me think like think of like seniors who are like graduating. Oh, I know. They're missing their prom, they're missing their graduation. How's that gonna affect like college graduates? What does that look like? Did they have a job secured and now they don't have a job secured? Like right. like there's just this whole ripple effect of of how this is affecting everybody. And I mean, I guess I'm one of those people that's like, okay, well, if we see the statistics, we see the numbers that are going on in these other countries. Why don't we just freaking get a like a national decree, lock this stuff down for two weeks, and then like yeah. let's see what happens. And um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like like optimistic and hopeful that people would follow that and stick with that. And right. But then, well, yeah. it, it comes. You know, you talk about the invisible load, and I think for a lot of people, it's the choice between do I pay my mortgage? Do my kids have food? Like I have to go to work. Right. And people don't have the option to just stay home for two weeks or whatever. And like, I know we went, Elise and I went to get our nails done. Um, I don't even know how long ago now it was when she was on spring break. So it's probably been like 10 days or something. I don't know. And I remember talking to the, the nail tech and she's like, yeah, she goes, if I'm just terrified that we're going to have to shut down. Cause she's like, I don't get like, I don't get paid unless I'm here. Right. And so it's like, people have to almost take their health at risk. You know, they have to risk that to right. try to make money. And I have a good friend who's um, their company refuses to shut down, even though they are a non-essential, they are an essential. No, they're non-essential. They're not essential. And he won't shut down. And he's like, oh, I contacted a lawyer. It's okay. They can't make us. And so she's like being forced to go to work. And she doesn't have a lot of vacation time because she just got back from maternity. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like you either risk getting fired or losing your job. And You know, like for me, I'm supposed to start a new job on Wednesday. I know. I have been out of the workforce for a year and I'm going back to work and I'm going back to work in a pandemic while trying to homeschool two of my kids. Like this is, it feels like a movie. Like this is not real. Yeah. Well, and like, even just from like being a blogger or influencer, I hate that word, but like the influencer space everybody's like freaking out because projects are getting canceled left and right. Right. Fortunately, like I've only had, I've had nothing cancel. I've had one postponed, which I'm completely fine with because it's, I'm in this weird space. It's like, okay, well, and I'm, I'm seeing like both camps of bloggers doing this. It's like, well, do you do business as usual where you're trying to continue to sell products and get people good deals and sales? Or are you trying to be mindful of the audience that you have who one might not have one, like what we said, might not have a job or might not have disposable right. income to be wanting, like they're wanting uplifting or things that they can do with their kids with stuff in their house. And I personally feel like I've taken that more, more of an approach because I want to make, you know, I'm more concerned about, you know, our mental, mental capacity and how we can handle this, handling our kids and just how all of this can, is changing everything at this point. I honestly have not looked at anything to, I don't, I have zero interest in buying anything except bread, milk, eggs, and like <laughs> things that are going to be in my fridge. Like, yeah. like that I know that my family is going to eat. Um, 
other than that, and, and gummy, and apparently a lot of gummy bears. Gummy Luckily, bears. No, nobody's buying gummy bears right now, so I'm good. Um, but like, I don't, I have zero interest in shopping right now. And I mean, I'm sure other people are like, oh, it's fine, no big deal. Well, people um, sometimes need like retail therapy. That could yeah. be their escape of being like, okay, I'm gonna buy. Because I mean, we are we're stuck in the the house, For and sure. I'm I'm like, maybe I need to stock up on some more Zaya pants because like. I'm just here all the time and I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a weird time. And I know like for a lot of people, they want to continue business as usual because they have to. Right. (laughs) But then it's like, you always want to serve and then sell. So like, how can you serve that person before selling? But yeah, it's just, it's a really difficult situation. And I know I mentioned 9-11 and I was talking to um, a friend about it. And I said, I've never felt like this, like, I don't just like scared and unknown since 9-11. And she said, so I was a junior in high school on 9-11 and uh, she goes, but this is different. And we were trying to figure out why it's different. And I think for me, at least when you're a junior in high school, like you're only concerned about yourself (laughs) and your parents are concerned about you. Now at 34, I have a mom who's undergoing cancer treatments. I have children that are asking questions. And so I'm not only worried about myself, but I'm worried about my parents and my kids. Right. And so it's like, you're trying to balance these feelings. And so are you and Jeff, like pretty much do you feel like the same way about it or do you have like different opinions? No, I think we're pretty much on the same page, which is good. I mean, and the nice thing is that Hattie, Hattie's asking questions, but we're, we're basically explaining it to her. We're like, okay. And we were kind of explained it in the terms of, you know, we have the flu bug that we like with, we call it, we were calling them families, but we there's like the flu family that like yeah. goes around and gets everybody sick. And then there's a new family called the coronavirus and the coronavirus is making people sicker quicker than the flu bug is. And so we explained it. So I guess at school, um, they said that it came, or she heard it on the news or something, but she's heard it a few places that it came from China. And so she's uh-huh. like, well, how did it come from China to here? And she's like, and I was like, well, you know, people travel or they go on vacation and they bring it here or they bring it there. And she's like, oh, okay. So, and she's like, oh, well, the flu bug got on, or flu bugs and the coronavirus got on an airplane and came here. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, I technically, you're, you're not you're not wrong. So yeah, um, but we were like, but I think probably the hardest thing for us um, is because she's an only child. She has no like peer to peer interaction right. right now, and I think that's the hardest thing. And we've been faced. So the great thing is that my mom, my mom has my nephew. He lives he lives with them, and so they've been fi- FaceTiming every day, and they're reading each other's stories. Aww. So. My mom still has like all of our Dr. Seuss books. And of course, Hattie has copies of all of those. And so what we've been doing is they're, they're reading the book together. So then they have that. Oh, that's so, cool. So that, so she's getting her, oh, Rosie. Hello, Rosie. Um, we, um, so she has that reading time and then we'll call, like the other day we called our cousins. Um, it was our, yeah, it's like this week, it was two of our cousins' birthdays. And it's like, we miss, we're missing, Aww. um, um, my my nephew's first birthday was supposed to be yesterday and next weekend's my other nephew's birthday and he's turning six and it's like oh we're just missing it's like it's everything's just getting missed right now and it's so it sucks so it, it is it's my dad's birthday was Friday and my brother's birthday's tomorrow and yeah it's like y- you can't celebrate those milestones and I just so for us 
Elise has been out of school. This is our fourth week. So oh, she gosh. had the flu. Yep. So she has not been to school since March 2nd. It is March 23rd. <laughs> so she had the flu, sicker than a dog. Then she had spring break. And so this is like really hard because I was the mean mom who like some of our neighborhood kids were outside playing. And I was just like, no, Elise, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with you playing with them just because it's an exponential thing. Right. So it's like you play with that kid and who knows what they've been exposed to. And, you know, I said with Mimi and everything, I just want to be really careful. And she just sat in the hall and she started crying and she's like, I just want to go to school. I just want to see my friends. And, so it's hard. It's, it's hard. And you know, you can give them love, you can play with them, but it's like, you're not their friends. You're their parents. No, no for sure. Well, and like, and of course me being with Hattie being the only, like if I'm running to target or if I'm doing a drive up or something, I'm like, okay, well, can I pick her up something to like, right. like to give her to occupy time? So uh, actually one, if you guys need something to do, Monopoly Junior is fantastic. Oh, we've been, playing Monop- we've been playing Monopoly Junior every night. Uh, I'm sure at some point it's going to be like, okay, can't play anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think it was like 10 bucks at Target last week and we've played it. I think um, actually our, one of my readers gave me a recommendation of that and um, we've been list- we've been playing it and it's actually really fun. Um, we're now having to teach the importance of being a good sport and a sore loser, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. See uh, life lessons. <laughs> yeah. And the other, and the other thing that we're trying to do is just, I, I always ask, Hey, like when, when we're definitely, when the weather's cooperating, we're trying to oh, take yeah. our walks and go outside and, um, and then, um, and just really kind of like getting out as much as we can. I think this week will be different because Jeff's technically on vacation this week. Um, yeah. so I, we might go to like, um, the, well, so the other weird thing in St. Louis is that St. Louis City and St. Louis County are on lockdowns, like well, <laughs> like the shelter in place. Um, yeah. Come over the river to us, um, like what, maybe five minutes, 10 right. minutes max. We don't have our, our executive or county executive does not want to do that. So which drives me crazy. But um, right. so we technically have free reign to do whatever we want over here. Um, but I mean, I think what we're all trying to do is be smart, stay home not do things you know be be smart about it so but hopefully maybe this week we can go I told Jeff I'm like let's go hiking he's like you don't hike I'm like I don't think we have a choice here desperate times (laughs) I'm like I will put some shoes on and we will go hike and he's like okay Okay. I'm like there will be nobody there um there's plenty of like places I mean Missouri is great like hiking trails all over the place I'm like let's just take advantage of it while we can on nice days yeah yeah well so that's what We've okay, so we've done um tie dye yesterday. We tie dyed shirts yeah. and socks, and then I didn't realize that I well, I kind of did realize I bought like the party pack, so I had all this tie dye left. So on our neighborhood Facebook page, I was like, Is your quarantine going too smoothly? Do you need a gigantic mess in your house? <laughs> I was like, I'm the girl for you, and so it was actually one of Elise's classmates. She's like, I'll take it, and so I dropped it off at her door and I just I I do like the sense of community and it seems like everyone's kind of got each other's back yeah um I so I can talk a little bit about the testing process if people want to hear about that so yeah um people have been been like so nice and just following up and, and checking in on me and everything so um okay so last Wednesday 
I woke up and I had like a horrible headache, like my ears hurt, my head hurt, like just, I did not feel good. And I just thought, okay, I've been inside with all these kids. This is, and I only have two kids, but (laughs) you know, but it was just like, okay, I do not feel good. And then Thursday, I got a text from my hairdresser, which was really nice. And she just said, hey, we just found out someone was in the salon um, that tested positive. I know that you're being really careful with everything going on with your mom. And so I just wanted to let you know. Um, She said she was there. I guess she had left by the time I got there. But it, it, I mean, it was like ships passing in the night. Like, if you look at the time frames, it's like, okay, like, I was probably directly exposed to it. And so the process here in Missouri was I called my primary care. I said, I've been exposed to it. I'm having some symptoms. And by Thursday, when I had gotten the text, I was kind of feeling a little bit worse and like having some shortness of breath and just, okay, like weird things that I'm like, okay, this is not like real, (laughs) you know, this is not like just some random thing. So um, called my primary care. They immediately called me back and said, here's the number to call the hotline and they'll ask your symptoms and whatever. So I sat on hold with the hotline for, it was like 30, 45 minutes. And I said, okay, I'm going to do the virtual visit on my phone while I'm on hold and see which one I get through faster. Yeah. (laughs) And so the virtual visit, they were supposed to call me back within an hour. So just keep that in mind. So I got through to the hotline. I was on hold for an hour and they asked me, you know, they said, have you traveled? Do you have a fever? Do you have any symptoms? Were you directly exposed? And I said, I do have symptoms and I was directly exposed. Um, I haven't traveled. That was the big one is they kept saying like, have you traveled? And I'm like, no, I haven't traveled. But I just said, look, I said, my mom is, was admitted today for chemo treatments. And she's already been through six outpatient chemo treatments. Her immune system is already compromised. Um, she had a doctor's appointment last Monday around our area and they went to Costco and then she had to go to the bathroom and she didn't want to go into Costco to go to the bathroom. So she texted and said, Hey, I'm, I have to go to the bathroom. Can we come to your house? And I was like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I wiped everything down and I didn't touch her or anything, but I'm like, I was, I was exposed to you on Monday after I was exposed to the virus and so I just kind of pleaded with the person (laughs) and just said look like I'm really concerned about my mom and I said and I'm supposed to start a new job next week and I don't really want to you know start a new job and be like oh sorry guys I just infected you all with this virus so um so I know people have been having a really hard time getting the test and so that's kind of what what I did I mean I did have symptoms and I did have direct exposure And so she said, okay, she said, I'm going to give you a test. Um, She goes, technically, you probably don't qualify because you don't have a fever and you didn't travel. But she's like, because of your mom, I'm going to do that. So so they schedule you for an appointment time, which wasn't until the next day. And then you drive up to this place and the people are wearing like the full, you know, they have like goggles and gloves and things on their heads and their whole bodies. And they check you in and they kind of stand away from your car and she just said, you know, here's your discharge information. Here's the process. Here's what you're going to do. They had a security guard there. And then I just stayed in my car and 
you pull under this tent and these two ladies come up that are fully head to toe with protective equipment on and they do the nasal swab, which, oh my gosh, like they said, they go, here's a little, it was funny. It was like one eighth of a piece of pipe paper towel. And she's like, put this over your mouth because she's like, you are going to cough. And it was almost like it went so far up that it was like, my eyes were like, ah. it, it was, it was not fun. I, I, I don't know. It was, it was not fun, but she just said, um, she goes, okay. She goes, said, it'll take four to five days to get the results back. You have to basically assume that you have it. You have to quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the, the stress of all of this is like, nobody knows, right? Like, no, there are, there's no rule book for this. So right, I said, right. I've already been with my family for a week. Like, do I need to further quarantine from them? Because, you know, like my husband, he's just kind of like, it's fine. We're probably all going to get it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but okay, but you can't say that around the kids because they're hearing right. that, it, that it's killing people. And, right. and he was getting frustrated because he's working right now. And he's like, I can't, do this by myself and I'm like but I don't know what the rules are yeah so it, you know then you've got like the stress of like oh hey do I have this virus that is killing people and is my husband mad at me because you know I'm telling him I need to stay in here so it's just it's been d- difficult <laughs> to navigate and so um I obviously we know I have like a history of pretty bad anxiety and my breathing had gotten quite a bit worse where I was like, I couldn't like finish full sentences. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take one of my like Xanax, <laughs> whatever it is. And I'm going to sit on this couch for 30 minutes. And if I still feel that way, then I know that this is not related <laughs> to anxiety. Right. And so, um, mercy, they kept sending me like these automated text messages asking me about my symptoms. And I said, yeah, I do have worsening breathing. And so they called and I talked to them and I said, it's really not like horrible, but I'm like, I definitely feel something. And they said, here's this number. We're open 24 seven. Call us if anything changes. And so within one hour I went from, Hmm, do I have tightness in my chest to like actively wheezing like bad? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm like, Eric, do you hear this? And he's like, yeah. So I called back and they ordered me an albuterol inhaler. And they said, I'm like, cause it's getting worse. Like I'm sitting there like, <gasps> and it's like, you know, squeaky and try- trying to breathe. It was scary. And they said, just call the pharmacy, tell them you've been tested, ask if they can expedite it. And, um, and I was just really nice. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I know you guys are busy. Is there any way? you can expedite this. I'm having trouble breathing. And he's like, Oh yeah, it's in our queue. He's like, just, just come up in five minutes. So as soon as I got the inhaler, it helped a lot. That's good. Um, and like, obviously I've just been rattling off all this stuff and I don't have any issues now. So, um, my test results came back. It, it was interesting. It did not say negative. It said not detected, hmm. which I thought was interesting because like when you get the strep or flu, it'll say positive or negative. Yeah. So, yeah, so that process was, you know, it's kind of nerve wracking because then you feel like you have to like let anyone know who is around you. Like, right. hey, I've been, <laughs> I've been, but, like, I don't, but I don't know anybody but a celebrity or somebody in the public eye who has not 
that 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 hasn't been tested or that has been tested so you're like the first like yeah person 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 i know (laughs) i know yeah so yeah this is all very it's all very new and i think you know like I went to Costco, it's probably been a week now, but they had like signs saying like social distancing, six feet apart. They had every other checkout lane closed mm-hmm. and it was just very quiet. Like you could tell everybody was kind of scared and it was almost like, it's like an invisible boogeyman because yeah. you don't really know, like we think it's through respiratory droplets, but like how long does it stay on things? And right. So it's like, I know we face a unique challenge with kids because it's like, you want to teach them to be careful, but we don't want to scare them so much that they can never like function again. For sure. Well, and I think it's important. Like, I mean, if I'm going to the store, I'm going by myself. Patty's not going anywhere at this point. Cause today I, I had to go get blood work done. Um, I went to the doctor last week and I needed to get some follow-up blood work done. Well, the blood work place is attached to an urgent care. And I walked oh. in and there was three nurses standing right there. They're like, hands up, stop. You cannot come in here. And they checked my temperature. And like, they would not let you through if you were, you were running any type of fever at all. Yeah. And so like, I went over there and they're like, I went to the blood work slide and there was a lady in front of me and I was trying to be super mindful of like keeping my distance, but mm-hmm. she was she was older. She had a mask on and she was walking very slowly. I didn't want to be like the asshole to like walk or like run around her. Right. Like, like because she, she, so she was going where I was going too. But then she was, she said, um, when she walked in, the lady's like, did you call? And I'm like, oh, oh no. crap, I'm freaking out here. So I'm texting my friend who's a nurse. And I was like, wait a minute, this is outpatient, like blood work stuff. Like they're not going to send a Corona like testing thing here, would they? And she's like, no, 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 it's probably fine. She's probably just immunocompromised. Right. Don't freak out. And of course, like I'm sitting there freaking out because now that's all we do now is like, right. Oh, she probably have it. And now we're, we're jumping to conclusions about everybody. And that's yeah. not the way we can live. I mean, there's no reason. I mean, was I, was I scared in the moment? Absolutely. And I don't know, yeah. like, like if any, it was any other day, I would have walked in up. Oh, I hope she feels better. She must not be feeling great. You know? Right. But like now it's like, oh, you're going to get me. And I know. Well, it was funny last night. So I got, they called me yesterday morning and they were like, your test came back. You know, they're negative or whatever, not detected. Um, And I, for a couple hours, it was like this huge weight was lifted because I'm like, I don't have it. I don't have it. And then like a couple hours later I hit and I was like, oh, I don't have it yet. (laughs) And it was like this like sense of like oh crap this is not like survivor where you get immunity it was like I just dodged the bullet this time and right you know and I so Eric and I are not exactly on the same page with all of this stuff he's read some studies about like South Korea and other places and he's like Italy seems to be the big exception at this point and I'm like okay but so I had to like kind of pull him aside and be like look you can feel like this is overreaction or whatever you want to think it is. But I'm like, you can't say that in front of the kids. No. And like, you're making me feel like crap based. And you're like minimizing me because he's like, well, it's only people with pre-existing conditions. And I'm like, yeah, like my dad who has asthma, like my mom who has cancer and like me who has asthma, like it's everyone in your life. Like, yeah, you know, so it's, I think, I think that's important too, that, it's like you have to find that balance between 
okay, this could be a big deal to, you're right. We can't live in fear all the time. That's just not a way yeah. to live. Yeah. Well, I did a target drive walk through. Oh, I did a drive up yesterday, but they didn't have everything I needed. So I, I went in today and it was like, you know, Target's supposed to be your happy place. Like yeah. you get a coffee, you get, you can stroll the aisles and tar- Starbucks shut all their in-store mm-hmm. stuff down yesterday. So yesterday was the last day. So like Starbucks was dark. The, the snack bar was dark. There yeah. was maybe in the whole store, 10 employees. Like wow. you could hear just like the, the inner like their walkies, like this person's not coming in. This not person's not coming in. And like, oh, there was, there were no checkout lanes open except for self-checkout. Wow. And it was just kind of crazy. Um, and then I went because um, we were at a coffee creamer and the only place that has the coffee creamer is a Target. It's that oat, oh. that oat milk coffee creamer. Yeah. I can't find it anywhere. So Jeff, was my in the midst of all this, my husband's decided he wanted to start, start drinking coffee. <laughs> so, oh yay, that's exciting because now, like, I have an excuse to go to Starbucks sometimes um, rather than by myself all the time. But so, like, I'm going down and um, this has happened now twice. And, like, last week I went to Schnucks and did a grocery shop. And, like, I, the, the produce section was just wiped out except for oh. fruit. Like, apparently nobody wants to eat fruit. Oh. So, but all the vegetables were gone. Like, I always like to walk into Schnucks. Um, and there's, like, that wall of, like, all, like, the yeah. produce. And it's just so pretty. And you're like, oh, that looks, it was wiped out clean. The mm-hmm. bags of salad were gone. Everything was gone. And then yeah. last week I walked around the corner, like, all of, like, the canned of biscuits and mm-hmm. cinnamon rolls. All, like, it's funny because all the junk is cleared out. Like, yeah, it's good for you is, like, still kind of there, which is good for us because, Right. Um, so I walked to the eggs and the eggs was just gone last week. And that was the first time last week where I had like the feeling like someone just stepped on my chest and uh-huh. like, like it hit me like it was real. And I think, I think, and I think, I don't know, this is probably my thinking. I watch so much news right now. And just in general, I watch a lot of news because I like to be informed, but I think we're so desensitized to it not happening in our backyard yeah. that it's, like I know like in this in St. Louis we've had all summer it was like kids were just being killed left and right like senseless killings and because like well yes that's in my backyard I can't I can't understand that feeling right um of what's going on because I don't know anybody impacted by it yes it's awful um but that was that, that same kind of feeling when I'm seeing all these things on Facebook and on online talking about all these these people are like fighting for toilet paper and like buying 10 gallons of milk. And like, I'm like, Oh no, we're fine. We're fine. And then I walked in and I was like, Oh my God, it's here. Yeah. And like, and it was the first time where I was just like, okay, well maybe what they're saying now really is, is it's like, it's almost like it's, it's like a, like a, I mean, really it's desensitization to to just life because it's like, Oh, someone died. Like, 10 years ago someone dying now it's not good like we would be really right. upset about it now it's every day and it's like okay well okay well what's gonna happen tomorrow two three and then it's it's yeah I mean really what it yeah. comes down to is a heightened over 24-hour news cycle and nobody nobody is just we're all just like okay yep that sounds right moving on so right yeah it's it's such a weird time and kind of like what you said desensitized it's almost like it almost makes me really sad in a way that a lot of us 
we don't care unless it's impacting us. And it's right. like, people get this attitude of like, well, that's Italy. They suck and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, those are people. Those are like human yeah. beings. Like my dad's boss has um, family that lives in Italy. Like he's very Italian and he has family there. And they're all like, do not ignore this. Like we didn't do the right thing. And it is very, very bad here. And I guess like, you know, the whole mentality of like, we're overreacting. It's not that bad. It's like, that's because we're putting these measures in place. Like I heard um, a doctor, I think she was in Chicago maybe, but there was like a video going around and she was giving an address and she was just like, look, she goes, St. Louis. And I was so happy because I'm like, we did the right thing for once. Yeah. But it was like St. Louis shut down and Philadelphia did not. And they continued with this huge parade and their numbers are skyrocketing where ours are pretty, you know, they're kind of staying lower, you know, and like some of that too, as more tests become available. And because there's tons of people walking around that have it, that they're never probably going to get tested. No. Um, you know, and too, like I was, I drove down to big barns to see, to see in quotes, my mom. Yeah. Um, I stood outside and the, she was on the ninth floor and I called her and said, look out your window. And, um, but you know, around that area, there's a lot of homeless people and it's like people who would normally like roll down their window, give them five bucks or whatever. They're not getting it. Like, they don't have anything. And I feel like um, through all of this, like just people knowing that I was tested, I almost felt like I had leprosy or something like nobody wants to be around you. And, you know, like you're unclean or what. And it was just like this. It really gave me a different perspective. Yeah. Because it's like you feel less than because I don't know. And I'm like, I did everything right. I don't have my kids out here playing with all these people. I'm not going to the store. And it's like, it doesn't care how much money you make, where you live, your status. If you have your nails done all the time, like it's a virus and it doesn't give shit and it's going to come to you, you know? And so that's, yeah, it's, it's hard. Well, I think so. Is there anything that you're doing? Just to give yourself a break. Um, I mean, I know that I feel like I have to be constantly being the entertainer and babysitter for my child. Because one, there's like that balance of, okay, I love her tablet and her tablet does great things, but her tablet cannot be on for eight hours a day. Right. And since we were out on spring break last week and we're we're officially would be back to school today, we just got a note from... her teacher saying that she is going to get some information and stuff put in place for us. But like, but the things I'm reading online and of course you're probably the same. We've been added to all these, I'm stuck at home, homeschool mom groups on Facebook and stuff. But like, they're saying that, you know, kids like kindergartners or first graders really only need like an hour to two hours of actual like classroom stuff going on. Because think about Mm -hmm. your kid goes, Patty tells me she goes to the playground two to three times a day. Um, yeah. If they if they can go outside and play, let's go outside and play. Or um, they have you know they have reading time, or they have like um, their special classes, so like the gym, or they have music or art or whatever that would be. I'm trying to just yeah. like kind of have buckets of you know 
or just playtime. Like you go play with your Barbie. Like she's really good about just like playing Barbies and playing Legos in her playroom. But she gets bored and then she wants to sit on her iPad and watch other people play Super Mario World, which makes no sense to me. But yeah, so um, so I think it, there's a balance of being the mom of making sure my child has what she needs. And because I would hate to have that slide, you know, we're going to we're missing what, two, three months of school. Then we technically yeah. have summer and then we're going to roll into first grade. Holy crap. First grade. Um, but like, is she going to pre- be prepared to go to first grade? And, and then. Those are the things. But I feel like through all of this, the one comfort is that we are literally all in the same boat. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm worried about starting my job or whatever. And it's like, everyone is in the same boat. Yeah. And so there's some comfort while, you know, we all have our own different things that we're worried about. Maybe it's like the loss of a job. Um, you know, my dad is in the school picture business and he's worked there for almost 30 years. And they had to lay a bunch of people off because when you don't have school, you you don't have school pictures right? and you don't need those photographers. You don't need. And, and so my dad had to have some pretty significant changes with his job. And so it's like, whether it's financial or health related, or it's like, we're all facing issues. And, um, I think the things that I'm doing, I think for me, I, so I'm an Enneagram six wing five and so that five wing gets to a point where I'm like I need everyone to back away from me before I start snapping on all of you people yep and so like I need boundaries like um Eric uh, someone he works with his guy he has two older boys who've like outgrown all these nerf guns and so he get what we bought them but like two ginormous boxes of nerf guns and like hundreds of bullets and they we're like shooting them everywhere and like, aha, so fun or whatever. And I'm like, I like lost it. I'm like, I need you to take this downstairs. Like I can't have every area being like a carnival. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so for me, it's like setting those boundaries and we were letting the kids stay up later and they were sleeping in Elise's room together. And we're like, no, like we, this is not like fun time. This is our new life. Yeah. Like <laughs> we have to set boundaries. Um, obviously this is a new normal. I mean, it's, it's, we're all getting used to it, but, um, I think it, for me, I was like, I'm instituting martial law here. (laughs) Like, cause I just get to a point and I can tell like at night when everybody will be like, you know, doing their thing. And all of a sudden I'm like picking up shoes and like, why are you leaving this here? Like I get so mad (laughs) and we do, we just need space. Like we're not used to being this close to each other all the time. Yeah, I mean, in our situation, we're sticking to the same schedule. Like we, you know, she gets up about seven. Well, because actually, we lucked out with daylight savings time. She's been sleeping till eight now. Ooh. <laughs> so she 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 gets up at eight, and then she still goes to bed between eight and eight thirty. Where we like to make sure we are keeping that consistent because the, I mean, they're saying don't change much. So right. I mean, like what you can control, control that, and we can continue to control her sleep thing. I mean, are we taking a bath every night now? No, because we're not really going. Right. Are we wearing pajamas for 48 hours? Yeah, we're probably doing that with her. Um, But what we're focusing on, you know, moving every day, we're, um, I mean, I make take the dog for a walk because this is what we would do at school. We would walk to school every day. So we're trying to stick with like a normal pattern. If um, I signed up for an online workout kind of program, so I can, um, 
do that online and they also have kid options it's called obey obey obe fitness Um, i downloaded it it too i haven't tried it yet so we did it last week and it was fun so i think one of the big things for me is i go to a, a boot camp gym here locally and when all this went down, of course, the gym went down. And right. as much as I love my gym, I was out of contract and I canceled my contract. Because, well, uh, well, I guess I canceled my membership because I was just month to month because who knows, to, who knows when that gym's going to go right. back in place. And I felt really guilty, like dropping out because of course they still need that money to keep the gym functioning. Um, right. But like that, you know, if the gym's closer three or four months, that could be four five hundred dollars right that yeah. we could be needing for something else and so I emailed them like, it's okay don't worry about it you can always come back and I'm like okay so so what was I was paying 130 bucks a month now I can pay 28 dollars a month and yeah and feel better about it and I've bought you know some hand weights and um, they have bar on it so I can I bought a couple of like work, fun. workout equipment things for the house but like still that's substantially less um than than me not being able to go to the gym now are the gyms like doing all kinds of great things and doing online classes and all that kind of stuff absolutely and I appreciate that but I think the thing that that I always loved about going to the gym was that building the relationships and the friends that I was doing life with so it was more of the community aspect than the working (laughs) the working out I was probably my sleek physiques So, um, so I feel like we should give ourselves a goal, um, for this week. And I think everybody should probably have a goal to like, maybe set some time aside, um, just to have some quiet time for yourself. Um, yeah. one thing I'm going to try to do this week is just, um, on the Obey app, there's other ones that I've seen, like, just have like some meditation or just some quiet, quiet time yeah. of like deep breathing and in, in a quiet space. Um, I'm going to try to do that every day just to like, kind of center myself. If you can go outside, go outside. Um, yeah. air, vitamin D, all that good stuff. I think, um, if you could read a book, um, my, also my goal for this week, and I, I'm, I'm sure probably a lot are in the same boat. I get up in the morning, I watch the today show, I kick Hattie out to go play. And then I just have MSNBC all day. And that's, <laughs> that's not good. Like, of course, yeah. the same news cycle over and over, but like, we don't need to be constantly bombarded with it. So like the end of yeah. last week, I was just like, I'm turning this off. Like, I like to watch it in the morning, watch it at like five or six and then watch it at 10 and, and, and mainly to just see, make sure that, you know, nothing's like, like, like alarming or alerting us to what's going on. So just it's important to be informed. You don't want to be not informed, but you don't need to like overboard because that's what Twitter's for. (laughs) Right. You know, and too, like if you have an off day, like I was the first couple of days I was doing really well. I was getting up, I was walking, I was doing, you know, whatever. And then I started to not feel good. And then it's like, well, I'm going to eat three Costco muffins and I'm, and it's kind of like life, right. Where it's like, you're going to have ups and downs. It doesn't mean you have to keep going down, 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 like, like, wake up the next morning um one thing I thought of that I was like well maybe this would be cool is we have one of those like rolls of paper and I'm like what if we just did like a gratitude wall and just like on the wall and just said like you know what are we thankful for today um it could just I don't know just be like little things that you're not necessarily thinking about but I agree like move your body we loaded up the wagon last week and put all the nerf guns in it and we put a soccer ball and some um, solo cups and we set up a bunch of Nerf like things and we shot them all down and then we walked home. Yeah. Um, 
so it's like get out but of course it was like windy and cold and then everyone was crying and it's like oh my gosh but it's just I think just like give yourself grace too I mean when you feel like I guess whenever you catch yourself saying like oh I should be and it's like okay we're not gonna do the shoulds (laughs) like change that mindset and be like hey it might be better if we do this and I think just you know give yourself more grace than usual usual we're all in the same boat um I do like the goal of quiet time also I did take your suggestion um and I listened to Eminem really loud in my car (laughs) with all the with all the cuss words and all the drugs and everything it's like sometimes you just need like I'm an adult I I can listen to this if I want to and like you turn it up and you just like in your car I think you know, maybe so like if you're doing a grocery pickup or something, maybe alternate yep. so that like you go, your spouse, whatever, and then, you know, get that time yeah. by yourself. Yep. Um, <laughs> funny, funny off topic. You, you guys know I'm on the TikTok now, and, oh, which yes. is funny. Well, two funny stories. So there's uh, one going around because, um, but there's this whole song. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm bored in the house. But then there's, oh. it's like I'm bored in the house, bored in the house. And then it's like, then it continues on to a large amount of cuss words. So I haven't done oh, it because yeah. I typically like to just do mom friendly content. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I really want to do this because it's so funny. Uh, Desperate times, we um, might need to. Um, and then the other funny thing is, so like, we've been doing, we did a house project over the weekend just to like occupy ourselves. And I did a TikTok for the whole thing. That's been viewed 250,000 times. Holy cow! Thousands plus likes, which, and of course, my husband now thinks he's like a TikTok master. He's like, "Oh well, let's do another one." <laughs> oh my! It's gosh. cracking me up though because he's like, "What's my count up to?" I'm like, "You're so funny." So yeah. But, oh my god! So I feel like we probably don't have a murky motherhood moment. This everything, is, everything's is murky, murky right now, and I think it's okay. I, I think it's just for us to step back, take a deep breath. And, you know, know that we're one, we're all in this together. It makes me think of high school music. Cool. So, yeah. um, uh, Do you have any funny? I have two like funny memes that I saw that really cracked me up. One of them was 25 years from now, there's going to be an American girl doll that survived the quarantine and she's going to have a little thing of Lysol wipes and toilet paper. Spreadsheet like master doll. Oh, yeah. (laughs) From YouTube. And then the other one. um, Oh, gosh. What was it? Um, oh, it's like, I hope you're taking notes because one day some fourth grader is going to interview you about surviving the quarantine. Oh God, right? There was one, it was like, my child's going to master AP laundry and oh, my yeah. other child's been sent to the principal. One child's been expelled and the other one's under observation or something. I'm like, oh, yeah. funny. The teacher's been fired for drinking on the job. The job. Or- so, yeah, I mean, I, I love a meme. So like, I feel like those make me giggle. And I have a couple of friends who like, I send them to you and I send to my friend who's a nurse and um she, her job is just being completely shifted right now she um oh, yeah. it's it's she just got kind of word that she's now being switched into like basically like on the, on the front line and uh. I send her funny memes all the time just to lighten her mood and we're we actually found some some of those masks that they're looking for in our basement yesterday oh, so I'm like let me just drop those by for you and I picked up like today at Target I picked up some chalk and some other little things for her daughter because like she's a, she's an only two so it's like okay well let's like see if we can help lighten you know lighten the load for everybody so yeah so so yeah. I think the moral of a story is be kind take a breath we're all in this together 
and uh, maybe give yourself grace. Lots of grace, and we'll uh, we'll maybe we'll find something else to talk about next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We'll think about it. But let us know what you'd yeah. like us to talk about. Maybe I think that probably be a good a good yeah. conversation thing because um, I I for one, you're probably the same way. At some point, you're like, I'm sick of talking about this. So and right. let's like let's like you know get something that can all make us feel a little you know happier. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like awesome. It. All right. Well, we'll do this next time. Be safe. Good talking be, to you. Be safe I and healthy. You. I miss you too. <laughs> All I'm right. away from the phone. <laughs> All, All right. right. We'll see you guys Bye. later. Mama, thanks for joining us today. We hope you loved this week's episode. Be sure to tune in every Monday for a new episode with Jen and Audrey, and be sure you're following us on Instagram at Murky Motherhood. 